Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week's message, Reverend Jackson asks us, Are you different? Reading will start with 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. But first, the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church Choir. Are you different? You need to be. If you belong to Jesus, you need to be different. The world ought to look at you and say it. Second Corinthians five seventeen. I want to read it to you. You need to underline that verse of scripture. It says, uh, "Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away; behold, all things become new." And you need to realize that. In Acts sixteen thirty three. Philippian jailer was sent back to his house. He said, Paul Saul's, so what must I do to be saved? He said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and I shall be saved. And the house, and he went down to his house at night, and he washed his stripes, and they were baptized, you know, it was a great way. And uh, because they believed Jesus as their personal Savior, Paul and Saul behaving like victorious Christians. After the earthquake, they preached salvation to the jailer. 
when people are converted, a great change takes place. They want to go back and make restitution where possible. They lost their belief in a religion that makes people different. Too many like change to color of environment. How should Christians be different? Number one, Christians should be different in happiness. Lost, not happy, they are doomed and damned. They're not happy, they know where they're going. They're not going to be happy. They can drink all the liquor they want, have all the sex they want, and lie all they want, but they're not happy. Lost are not happy, they're doomed and they're damned, they know it. Christians have received so much forgiveness, gift of salvation, promise of heaven, God's presence, and endless new mercies daily. Think about you being heaven one day, living with Jesus, and living with your loved ones that died and went before you, and you'll be happy in heaven. Christians should be happy as testimonies to others. We should be happy now after we get saved. You ought to be happy, you ought to be groomy, griping and complaining all the time, fussing. That's not Christianity. That's like a lost person. You don't need that. And I pray by the grace of God that you'll not do that kind of stuff anymore. You live for Jesus. Christians should be different in love for others. They should love fellow Christians, John 13, 35. If you don't love fellow Christians, how you can love the lost people? You better love lost people to win them to Christ. You can't fuss at them and grab them. Now, I've preached hard all my life. I was what they call a hellfire brimstone preacher. Pentecostals used to come to my church and say we had a harder church than they had. Because I preached hard. I named the sin and called it out. If I knew you were sinning, I'd call you out. So they should love fellow Christians. We love everybody. But I preach hard to people. I preached one time, I preached on if you smoke pot, you go bed. And the altar man came, he's 30-something years old. He came to the altar, I think he was 30 years old, 25, 30 years old. Came to the altar and looked in the face and knelt down beside me. He said, I was leading some people to Christ, getting saved. He says, Brother Jackson, he says, I'm calling you a liar. I said, what do you mean? He said, I'm not a dopehead. He said, I smoke pot, but I'm not a dopehead. And you lied. I don't like that kind of preaching. I said, I'm sorry. And I looked him right in the face on my knees. I said, if you smoke pot, you're a dopehead. Don't tell me you're not, because you are. His brother brought him to church. He said, my preacher's straight. You probably ain't going to like it when you come, because he tell it like it is. And he come over there and he uh, got up and walked back to his pew. Come back to him. And about a month later, he come down to the altar. He looked me in the face, he apologized to me. I'm sorry I called you a liar. You're right. I'm a dopehead, but I'm going to quit it. I'm going to stop it. I ain't going to be a dopehead no more. And he quit it. He got saved. I baptized him. He married a young girl in church, had a baby or two. Last time accounts I had. He stayed in church with me a good while. Got think till I left it after fourteen years. But uh, I was concerned for him. I loved the boy. 
his brother got saved, his wife got saved, but, uh, oh, he was hot about me. They brought some more of their kinfolk who I didn't like a bit first. But after they found out what I was doing, preaching the truth, they began to like me. And they brought people there that got saved. It's just because of the current concern for others. We ought to be concerned for others. I hate to see somebody down and different, discouraged, beat up over the head, can't do nothing because of their interest in others as in giving to missions and the kingdom work. We need to learn how to give to missions and, and give to the kingdom work, give to the church tithe. And uh, God will bless you. I've tied just about all my life. When I was in the Catholic Church, my daddy gave me, I think, two or three dollars a week. When I was a kid, I gave half of that to the church. I've been tied ever since. Now, since I've been sick the last year, uh, I went to another church for a couple of years, Hope Baptist Church, and I gave. Tied all that year. And then I went back to Brother Sharp's church this year. Well, about the last six months. And I won't start tithing that church. And I've gave some tithes to that church. I give some of my money. And I want to tell you something. I love to give. And I like to give. And I don't want to be behind on my tithes. At the moment I am, but I know how much and I want to just write my check one day and cover it. But I want to tell you that I still love to give and like to see people give. God blesses when you give. We've gave, given so much in our lifetime, but we still had to give. And then the third, the Christian should be different in attitude towards sin. They should hate sin because it breaks fellowship with God. And I hate sin, boy, that devil can get you to. It grieves the Holy Spirit when you sin. It hinders praying. If I record iniquity in my heart, God will not hear my prayer. And that's all that's sin. That's all there is to it. You need to keep your, your life pure. Keep seeing it dishonors to save you. Dishonors him, you're supposed to be a Christian. And you live in sin, it dishonors God. Because of what it does to a Christian influence, see great change in Saul of Tarsus and Zacchaeus. He needed to change Saul, change his name to Paul later. Change his name to Paul, he changed. He was different on the road to Damascus when he got saved. Christian fourth should be different in outlook. What can I do for that Christ who saved me? What can I do with for the Christ that saved me. You can do a whole lot for Christ that saved you. You can go to church. You can witness for him. You can, you can pray and talk to him daily. What can I do for others? Pray for me. Everybody needs prayer. I need prayer. Y'all pray for me. I'm 79 years old. I need prayer. A lot of prayer. My health's going down. I can't pass you no more. And that's the reason my grandson felt for me to get on Radio, and that's why he put me on my Facebook and internet and stuff where people can hear me still preaching.
and, and preaching like I've always preached. The fifth thing is save your different devil does not dominate. You're not now held bound. Christ has his weight in you. You're not held bound anymore. you heaven bound. The big devils. And you want to thank God for it. And ask him to forgive your sins and come into your heart and cleanse you. Now I'm going to cop out this morning. I'm going to ask God to, if you listen to some of these sermons I put on this internet, I want you to if you're not saved, I want you to get saved. If you are saved and not living for Christ, I want you to start living for Christ in 2020. And I want you to vote for Trump. I can't tell you, I can't make you vote for anybody. You got to vote who you think needs to be voted for. But Trump's a good man to vote for. He's done a lot for the country. And he's still doing stuff. And I wish you'd vote for him. I don't know if you will or not. But I, I pray that you do to have him get elected in 2020. Then I'd ask that you might just, uh, if you love, pray and ask God to forgive you sin. Come in your heart and save you right now and ask him to cleanse you. And if you're a Christian and you got sin in life, confess your sin right now and ask Jesus to forgive you that sin and get back right with him. We'll thank you for it and give you the honor, glory, and praise, folks. What's in Jesus' sweet name we ask this, amen. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogan, Louisiana, talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself. <laughs>